Hello beautiful people and welcome to the Invisible to Invincible podcast, helping you find your inner confidence. It's hosted by me, Rebecca Allen, and you can find me on pretty much any social media at Rebecca Allen. Today I have the amazing opportunity to speak to Dante, who is a Law of Attraction life coach, and I'm so honoured to have him on. Um, Apologies for the fireworks and my dog barking, but we had a fab chat and I can't wait for you to listen. Okay, so thank you, Dante, for coming on my chat. So we actually met originally on TikTok, didn't we? And that's where we first interacted. And now, and then we came to Instagram. And I feel like I'm often drawn to people who have similar beliefs and systems to me and stuff as well. So it's really exciting. Thank you for coming on my podcast. Pleasure. (laughs) So manifesting. Uh, mm. I think you should run through you, your top tips, like the top three tips, if you can. Since you're the expert, <laughs> putting you on the okay, spot. Cool. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I think it's like one of the most exciting topics, right? Because everybody, we all want stuff. We all want relationships. We want more money. We want different experiences. We want to travel. All these things that when we think about them, it produces an emotional shift. So the top three tips I have, just like off the cuff, would be number one, it's, it's not about like, this is probably the, the most fundamental, but also the most challenging. Like, it's not about getting the thing. Like, we don't want to be seeing relationship, travel, et cetera, as like, once we have them, then we yeah. can love our life and be happy. Like, it's really important to be in alignment right now and make that your priority, make feeling good and living a life of ease, effortlessness, flow that's your foundation. And that's not dependent on life circumstances or having this thing or experiencing this thing. Mm -hmm. You're just whatever you have access to in this moment, listening to your intuition, like going within and seeing like, what do I feel like doing right now? Maybe it's, you know, reading a book, maybe it's going for a walk, maybe it's grabbing tea, what I did earlier with some friends, but like learning to be more aligned with what feels good and consistently checking in with yourself and making that priority then you're just in this constant state of feeling good and flow and ironically that's when you begin having these things that you've always been wanting yeah like the snowball uh, effect so the first big tip is fuck the things make your (laughs) happiness and what feels good a priority number two take the importance off of the things that you want Because if we're putting something on a pedestal, a person, uh, experience, more money, more clients, some results, some outcome, then energetically, we're basically pushing it away. So one one big way of of doing that kind of goes back to tip number one, which is don't make it priority. Like make feeling good a priority. And ironically, that's when these things begin showing up in our life. And tip number three is a process I'd recommend called memory anchoring, which... For example, let's say you want to go to Hawaii, for instance, you want a trip to Hawaii and the trip costs, after you factor everything in, maybe like Mm $2,500. So what I would do working with someone, for instance, and you could totally do the solo is create one anchor where you just got the money somehow, somehow you just got the money and you're, you're booking the flight right now. So get as detailed as possible, right? So how are you feeling knowing that like, bam, you just checked your account, you just got a notification on your phone, you got the money. Be it yeah. maybe you got a promotion, maybe you got a raise, maybe you got another client, whatever it is. So how do you feel knowing that you're going to Hawaii? What, what basically like what 
plane, like what airline are you, are you going through? Who, who's the first person you're calling to share the good news with? You know, what time of day is it? You look yeah. down at the floor, what's, what's on the floor? Like really specific details, getting as specific as possible and bringing all of your, your sense perceptions into it mm-hmm. to really anchor yourself in that first uh, anchor. Then like a second anchor would be, okay, now you're at Hawaii. Like create a scene in your mind. Like, are you on the beach? Are you at a bar? Are you dancing in some club? I don't know what Hawaii has, but like, are you petting a dolphin? What's going on? <laughs> create a second anchor with as much detail as possible. And then thirdly, the third anchor you could use is like, okay, you just got back. What are you doing? And now that you've created these three anchors, you're, you're identifying how it feels to be in Hawaii. You're feeling as if you've already been there. You, you basically, you have been there basically in your mind. And now you're carrying the feeling of that experience like it's already happened. Yeah. So now from this point going forward, don't worry about the winds and hows. Let the universe, source, God, whatever, you, whatever terminology you want to use, mm-hmm. let that then surprise you. Like that's the best part about manifestation if you really look at it. It's not necessarily getting the thing, having the person, having the experience. It's the way in which it shows up in your life in such yes. a magical, crazy, synchronistic way. Absolutely. So be my three quick tips. I love that, especially that last part where it's like, it's, and it's kind of what I said on my last podcast, which isn't actually out yet, but by the time this one is, it will be, is that you think it's a certain thing that will give you a feeling, but in reality, the universe is the only thing that knows what you need to get that feeling. And it's like, so the reason I sort of came back into manifesting, it was the beginning of this year, I read a book um, by a lady called Lynn Grabhorn called Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting. And I've read like loads of manifestation books before and I never really sort of clocked on, but her point throughout this whole book, which I'd never, I'd never tuned into before was that it's not a thing, it's a feeling. And that's exactly what you're saying, that we have to tune into the feeling that we're seeking, regardless of what's going on in the here and now, it's the feeling and you have to feel that feeling in the now. And like this book was like so life changing for me. And I will keep going back to it because it's like, and she's quite, she's quite brutal with it. She's like, you know, the title of the book is excuse me your life is waiting like she's very realistic with it and really makes you think did you did you have a moment for you was there a moment where you sort of thought ah okay I get it putting you on the spot again (laughs) um yeah I think I think we all have like various little moments like these um one one big one is so my coach um Nick Bro amazing material has a book, Power Manifesting. This is like life-changing shit. He posted a video inside his, his paid group that I was part of for a few months. And he, he really stressed the importance of, of the first tip I brought up, which is not, not being attached to stuff. Like it's, it's about the, the way you're living your life, the, the life, like seeing it as a lifestyle and not an accumulating of things to take care of. Like, um, a, a gap emotionally like of not being in alignment basically so once I suffered enough <laughs> and and was not getting the things that I wanted and just feeling like you know frustrated and you know depressed or bummed out or like this stuff doesn't work going through all of that eventually just surrendering needing stuff and then just making a commitment to varying degrees at very various stages in life I'm just going to be happy yeah. like right now like, I'm just going to be happy and like what, what does make me happy? Like asking those questions, like what would make me feel better right now? What would make me feel, you know, joy? Uh, what would make me feel connected? And then making that a priority and then just seeing 
like after I've stopped putting these things on pedestals and stopped chasing them, yeah. how they then began started ch to chase me and line up with me and how effortless and easy life started to become and how much of a joy and like a pleasure it, it became. So yeah. that, that would probably be like, I don't know if I have one moment, but just, and I, I think you also kind of, for a while at least, you go through periods of, you kind of get that and understand that you do it for a bit, but then you kind of come out and then you chase something else or put something on a pedestal. And then you come out of that and gradually it gets easier and easier and easier. And you get to stay longer and longer and longer in the state of, okay, making your, your joy a priority and not um, chasing something or kind of falling back into that trap. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. And like going back to like when you felt your, at your lowest, cause I know you talk about quite a lot um, on your Instagram and I love that. Um, did you find like, cause for me, I don't know if this is just a me thing, but sometimes when I've gone through sad or difficult phases, I sit there and I'm like, actually, I don't know if I want to get out of this. I don't know if I want to get out of my sadness. I like, and you, you actually actively choose not to get out of your own way. I don't know why we do it, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's just a me thing. <laughs> do you, did you ever find that? Did you ever find that you were the one sort of holding yourself back from allowing yourself to try at least working towards becoming happy. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think like when I think about my, my, my low points, it's, it's always just some story that's that, that I'm telling myself that I I'm totally invested in and buying in like, like, you know, I'm like, I'm a failure or like people don't like me or like some, some crazy, some craziness. And it just seems so real and vivid. And eventually after spending enough time there, like suffering and but yeah, I mean, just basically suffering at the, at the effect of that narrative, mm -hmm. that meaning that somehow some, some way either related to like a past trauma or limiting belief or, or whatever, that the story has been introduced into my life and I'm, I'm believing it. Like after enough suffering, eventually I come to a point where I'm like, look, I, I no longer want this. Like I want... Yeah peace. You know, I, I don't want to keep making this into a problem. So like, what's the belief there? What's the process I got to do? What's the video I got to watch? What's the book I got to read? Like there's a sincere desire to get better. But I think that you kind of just have to suffer. I mean, as, as horrible as that sounds like that, like a lot of spiritual teachers, they, they say that like spiritual or uh, suffering is the catalyst for spiritual awakening. So yeah. I think that suffering kind of like pressure turning a piece of coal into a diamond like after a certain point you kind of move into let's say like more consciousness more presence more awareness mm. and it gets easier to let go of these stories be, be it you're using things like meditation or yoga or um, journaling like there's tons of different processes but i think just a sincere desire to stop suffering i don't know yeah. does that answer the question yeah <laughs> yeah no it definitely does it's like like obviously this year in the UK, we've been, it's been, we've been in lockdown twice now. This is the second one. And at the beginning of the first one, so my, my parents have quite a long way away. Um, I never really had that good a relationship with my parents. Like I had quite a confusing upbringing, um, which we won't go into, but my relationship with my mom had never been particularly close. And I'd always held on to the things that went wrong. And I was so, so, so worked up about it. And even like, even probably six, seven months ago, I'd still have that on my mind. But now I just feel like a completely transformed person from where I was. And I speak to my mom 
every single day and wow. I have made like this friendship with her and she's like my best friend and like I could never imagine that and I could never ever imagine letting that go letting the things that went wrong go and yet here I am you know and it's it's fascinating that we can do that and I, I genuinely think like manifesting and actively choosing positivity and like I know a lot of people think oh it's not that easy it's not that easy and it's absolutely not is it it's it's not like it's as simple as that there's a huge amount of work that goes into it and that's probably the part that people forget is that it's not just you don't just wake up and you're like okay cool I'm gonna be happy now it's like you have to keep checking in with yourself and keep reminding yourself of these things like today I put a post on Instagram and somebody commented it was about manifesting and somebody commented saying do you sorry we've got fireworks do you use <laughs> I know the dog has been barking as well. Do you just use this manifestation technique when you're feeling good or do you ever use it when you're feeling bad? And the one I've used, I've got it on post-it notes in here. It says, think only of the best. And it's actually the only thing I use when I'm feeling anxious that something isn't in my best interests. So like, what do you think in terms of when you are in a low place, using finding the right manifestations to get you mm. out of that low place rather than just our daily affirmations regardless of our mood what about mm. when you're in a low place what would be your advice good question so there's a, there's a few different angles you can kind of kind of attack that so like number one um using probing questions to get down to like what what, it, what is the belief that you're believing What's your perception? What's the meaning you're giving this? And see if you can work your way through that. So asking, you're using probing questions like, what must I believe is true to feel this way? I feel this way because what's the worst thing that could happen? So identify the emotion that you're feeling, for instance. So if, mm -hmm. I, if I'm in a, a down state, then, and let's say it's like, uh, I don't know, not like super, super, super shitty, but like kind of contracted, yeah. th then I would use something like that, solo because it can kind of be challenging doing it on your own when you're really, really immersed in like really, really heavy feelings. So use different probing questions and see if you can shift the belief and invalidate it and come to a place where you can choose a new belief that is better. So an example of this is like, we did an exercise uh, yesterday in my academy where we would pick different categories of our life and then make a statement about, or make a statement coming from our inner critic and then make a statement coming from our inner being, or you could say your soul, your intuition, your, your higher self, whatever. So for instance, you could say uh, self-worth, inner critic. Uh, you suck, or I suck. I'm never going to get where I want to be. Uh, I'm awkward. Nobody likes me. And um, the world is against me, inner critic. Mm -hmm. And then make a statement from your inner being. I'm beautiful. I'm amazing. I'm super charismatic super empathetic. People love me. Everything's easy. Everything's always working out for me. So you could do something like that. You could journal, uh, the negative thoughts you're going through onto paper and just like get the poison out onto paper, get it out of your head and onto paper. Yeah. You could do something like meditation. So as far as manifestation though, like I, I would much like for me personally, like I would much prefer to use different processes to get into alignment. And then when you're feeling good, then use manifestation processes. Okay. I, I don't like the idea of, let's say, using manifestation processes. This is just me. Using manifestation processes to try to get ourselves out of um, feeling low. Because yeah. then I feel like it's putting it, it's like a, putting it externally on something else. Mm. 
but but maybe right like yeah, maybe that's, the Hawaii that's... trip focusing on that and feeling like you're there perhaps that could work I haven't been drawn to that I, I like more of the like paper exercises journaling writing a, a you know a, le a love letter to yourself shifting the inner beliefs and seeing like okay what am I believing like can I can I find out why I'm believing this like why am I so invested in this like what's the unconscious belief there that's yeah. propagating and propelling this like weird story or narrative that you know I can't do this or what if this happens or like it's, it's so it's such a big deal you know yeah I love that because it's like what you're saying is that we can't ignore sort of bad feelings that we have to actually approach and we have to deal with them. But I loved what you said about invalidating the negative self-talk because they're almost two different things. And it's all, sometimes it's differentiating between that. Is this something that I need to tackle right now? Or is this just a bad habit, a bad thinking habit I've got into? And it's like, how can I then differentiate between what my thought process is right now? I get, I love that. That's such, that's such a valid point. Um, I'm trying to think what other things that might come up for people? I mean, what are your three tips for manifesting? My three tips for my, so I covered a couple of them in my podcast before. Um, I have a playlist. I've just added it now actually to my Spotify called the end credits playlist. So I mm. like to fill my entire environment with things that will raise my energetic vibration. So like, music for me is so so important so i actually have a playlist called love which is all love songs that are really happy um and i listen to that place and i'm like oh the feeling of being in love and i those songs like really sort of give me that energy and then i know that i am vibrating that out at the same time and especially oh. in the car so i swear to you the car is like my nightclub <laughs> <laughs> I will have my and my whole street knows when I come back home. So they're like, oh, there's <laughs> Rebecca. Um, I just, it's like my favorite place to think positive thoughts. I always dance in the car, um, dancing as well. So I have actually a little ritual I do. Often if I come home from work and I'm feeling perhaps not, so I, I really usually want to try and work out every day. That's just, that's like a coping mechanism for, very different things and it makes me feel healthy and everything else but sometimes I can't get in the right frame of mind to do it so I've recently I mean very very recently within the month brought in sort of intuitive dancing so I then have another playlist called healing playlist where I have like my airpods in and sometimes I'll be completely naked just like in my living room and I just sit there until I can feel a movement just any kind of you know even if it's just sort of wiggling or anything like that and then eventually I, I, I schedule in like a good 30-40 minutes with this playlist and work through the songs and help myself really feel into my body because I think for me I spent a long 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 time feeling very very detached from my body in terms of my emotions connected yeah my emotions and my body were completely different so instead of connecting with my body my emotions came out somatically and that's how I became ill. I, well, it's how I believe. I don't, I think I became ill because I was withholding my emotions so much that my body was like, Oh my God, I don't know how else to process this. I'm, I need to show you that something's not right. You're sick, you know, take some time out. And I feel a little bit like that when I have um, depressive episodes as well. And I, I, I spoke about this a little bit recently and I really want to go into more detail at some point about how sometimes for me, you know, I don't have, 
chronic depression I have depressive episodes and it's very very different and and you know fully respect people that are going through depression it's really really challenging and um, I have been through it but at the moment it's just depressive episodes and sometimes I got into a habit of sort of letting these letting these in. I'd be like, oh, you know, that's it, give up. I'm not going to try anything else with my evening. Rather than, and I'd get really frustrated. I'd be like, oh, I've not made any progress today. And that's another thing we could talk about because mm. you, you were mm. so, you, are, you, you got me with this, with your thing. But um, so I would get worked up about not making progress and not tune into my body saying, look, you're not giving me a break. All you constantly do is strive and strive and strive and strive. So the only way I know you're going to sit out and do nothing is if I make you feel depressed, you know? So yeah, your, it was, I think one of your videos about productivity and like how it doesn't define how our happiness, like that, honestly, I think maybe that was the first one we, I, I interacted with you with. I'm not sure. But you, like your put your point of view on that is is phenomenal. Like, I'd love you to express that to people who haven't heard your TikTok. Yeah, I mean, it's so prevalent in our society to to believe, and it's, it's so glorified and glamorized that taking lots of action and effort and being super productive, mm-hmm. like that gives you it's like a permission slip to feel good about yourself. But and not that productivity taking lots of action is a bad thing like I I fucking love when I'm super inspired and I make like a billion TikTok videos or Instagram (laughs) posts or or podcasts or something like it's dope but what we want to understand is that there's there's being vibrationally productive so being in alignment feeling good that's what makes you a match to the most optimal opportunities ideas, realizations, understandings, downloads, right place, right time, synchronicities, manifestations. The foundation for all of that is being in alignment. And that's how you get those impulses, those inspired impulses. If, you're, if we're contracted and cutting ourselves off from our joy, then we're basically deaf to those impulses. And we're in this rut of like forcing things, making things happen, effort, yeah. taking action into the, the logical, rational mind. It's like, yeah, I mean, these are the things that we want. And this is logically how you get to those places so we, there's kind of like a safety or a comfort in a very like sick way that's not actually comfortable it's actually stressful yeah when we're taking lots of action but it leads to burnout and depression so be lazy binge watch like all those netflix shows you know work if you work <laughs> like 10 hours a day work three hours a day and see what happens like you're way 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 more productive if you're, let's say, working 16 hours a day, every single day for an mm-hmm. entire week, and you're miserable, if you were to work one eighth of that, because you're in alignment, you're able to have like that epic idea that maybe would have taken you a week of nonstop working to yeah. get to the same place that you could have effortlessly easily got to like on the first day in the first like five hours of just hanging out, meditating. And now I don't like, I literally like more and more and more, I'm, I'm getting, giving myself more permission to do this. And I'm just working less and less and less. And I'm finding like the coolest fucking people are coming to me. Cause when I'm in that, that zone of like, okay, reply to all, reply to everyone's comment on all the fucking TikToks and <laughs> on Facebook and make, do this. And da, 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 da. It's like, I'm stressful. I'm agitated. And I'm just like, I'm so blind to like obvious stuff, like, yeah. like little things, big things. And when I'm just feeling good, I'm in the receptive mode, the receiving mode. It just effortlessly comes to me. The ideas, the, 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 the insights. And it's just beautiful. And that's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to feel good. It's supposed to be a joy. It's not supposed to be like, like these golden handcuffs, you know? Yes. And like, 
what would you say to like a Taipei personality like me who I'm trying and I'm doing so much work to switch off this this sort of you know progress equals happiness blah 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 blah. I'm trying really hard and it's been such a it's I've probably been doing this like a couple months I probably whenever since I saw your video actually that I was like ah need to need to sort this out what would you say to somebody who perhaps hadn't hadn't started this who's just realizing now like what would be the first step and the first movement they could make to change their attitude towards productivity and its relationship with their emotions brilliant i would say that there's two real ways to to kind of integrate this new paradigm as as my coach calls it the first way is just getting sick of taking action mm. like actually getting burnt out and depressed and uh, I, I love that quote by Jim Carrey where he, where he says, you know, depression is our body's way of telling us that it wants us to stop playing this character. Yeah. So like just becoming so miserable that you're like, okay, I'm, I'm just done. You know, like I'm, I'm just, I, I give up. I'm surrendering the effort. I'm surrendering the struggle. And like, what does the universe have in store for me? Like, let me just be guided by my intuition. So I definitely think just kind of bashing your head against the wall is a, is a definite like really, really good approach, not preferable, but it works. <laughs> the other way of doing it is um, I like to give clients, people in my academy, people I do give calls with these two powerful questions, which is number one, what's going to make me feel better right now? So direct experience, like seeing it work, like just experiencing how effective this is, like What's going to make me feel better and just following your excitement, following the fun, following the bliss, and then seeing how easily things start to work out for you. Yeah. Either conversations, people just popping up into your life, um, ideas, like it turns into this, this like cascading river of just fun experiences that may relate to business stuff, maybe business ideas, but maybe not. Maybe just spend a whole day like cooking and coloring and coloring books. And then the next day you're explosively productive or maybe not, maybe it's three days in a row that you're not really productive. So the first question is continually check in with yourself and go, is what I'm doing making me feel good? No. Okay. What would make me feel better? And then immediately go do that. Like make yeah. your sole priority following your highest excitement in any given moment to the best of your ability. Maybe, maybe it's like, <laughs> maybe your highest excitement might be like quitting your job, but maybe that would create too much emotional wobble because uh -huh. you're not necessarily ready for that. So follow your excitement to the best of your ability. The second question I'd ask is, if you knew that what you're doing would not get you the result that you wanted, the outcome that you wanted, would you still do it just for the pleasure, the excitement, the fun of the action itself? Mm. And if that's a no, then abandon it and go do what is going to give you that. If it's a yes, then go for it. And literally, when I'm in that space, that's where the, my best fucking TikToks in the whole goddamn world come from. The idea to do that 10, 10, 10 sheet, which like went like really, really explosive, like 120,000 views. I wasn't caring about making TikTok videos. I wasn't whipping myself into action. It was, it was purely from this like lighthearted, playful place of, let me just share this. Like this, this seems fun. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. I love all of that. And I, I think something somebody said to me recently was there's productivity in terms of career and the stuff that we've been programmed to assume is productive and then there's spiritual productivity and that 
for me is something that's just like I I would not even re- if I met myself six months ago I wouldn't recognize I would not recognize that and I, see, and I see like videos I've made from six months ago and I'm like oh my god what was going through my head like that was not <laughs> you know and I I've totally. been I've been on this journey this spiritual journey since May uh, 2019 that's when I sort of first had my spiritual awakening um but I now I'm finding myself every single day being like wow i'm i'm more i've learned more than about spiritual stuff than i had the day before like it's just wow. insane and that's now what i take as productivity i'm like okay where can i best develop myself spiritually and i'm i'm sort of i'm trying now to grow away from the you know the work productivity thing and um, and social media as well like you and i both do quite a bit on tiktok with quite a bit on instagram stuff like that and it is always in your mind and that is something that you can't put off because you know it's constantly chasing you and like especially with instagram the algorithm like if you drop out of that for a few days they're like okay no (laughs) you have to stay consistent with it and it's so hard sometimes to make sure that you're doing it from a good place um so like i sometimes have battles with myself about the productivity there versus my spiritual productivity but because I focus so much on that recently I'm now I've now decided to start doing courses in spiritual stuff which I never nice. thought I'd do you know and I'm like I'm learning about astrology now because I thought it'd be a really good baseline and now I'm like actually I could coach people on this I'm so passionate about it never even wow. knew that this was a thing I never knew that I would be interested in it I just thought do you know I think it'd be a good basis to have as a spiritual mentor I mean in like a few years time and I'm now like really into it and this is that was me allocating time for free learning like that didn't have any benefit to a career down the line and now I'm looking at it, I'm like actually this could end up being my career wow. I think it's just fascinating isn't it how how it works like that 100% so and sorry on the line of the, the productivity thing um another thing that kind of helps put it in a position for me it's like kind of thinking it like planting planting seeds you know like if you're planting a seed of effort if, if, if the action you're taking if the energetic tone behind it is effort then you're going to produce a result that is effort you're, mm-hmm. so like for, for instance oh my god for so for such a fucking long time i was so focused on like okay i gotta build a business i gotta attract clients I gotta make money because i want to do these things and like duh, 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 duh. Yeah. so because the tone was effort the type of clients i would attract would be like clients that were like hard to work with. They didn't understand the information. Really? They, they didn't resonate with the information. I had to like convince them of lots of stuff. And it was like a battle. Mm. So once I kind of realized like, okay, if I'm taking, if I'm making this piece of content or, or doing this call with the energy of like, am I inspired to do this? And if I'm not literally canceling calls that day, like I'm not doing shit that day. But if I'm inspired, <laughs> cool, then I'm doing it. And then we have that conversation and it's like electric. Like they get it, I'm, my shit's on point, they're in the receiving mode, I'm in the receiving mode, and then they become a client or it's just a great conversation or I get an idea to do something from that conversation. So the, emo- the, the energy that you're taking the action from is gonna spawn an equal result. So kind of knowing that, then it's like, okay, cool. So if I'm doing the things that I should be doing, then I'm gonna get an energetic um response from whatever the outcome is yes. it's, it's, it's gonna create another opportunity for me to feel struggle and tension and agitation and, and stress and pressure but if i'm taking an action from a place of inspiration then on the flip side i'm gonna have an inspiring outcome i guess 
Yeah. Oh, that's such that's such an interesting point. I never really never really thought of that before. Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Um, and do you want to tell the listeners about your business, what you do, and as well like your TikTok handle and your Instagram handle because your TikTok is amazing and everybody's gonna like, go follow that because it's every single day little nuggets of wisdom and I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Rebecca. Um, yeah, so TikTok at the Backyard Buddha, Instagram at the Backyard Buddha. In both of those, if you tap the link in my profile, uh, it'll bring you up a link tree menu. Tap Supernova Academy free trial. I'm giving a two-week free trial to anybody who wants to take it. And basically twice a week, every week, except the last week of the month, that's called integration week. We have different calls doing different things. So first call of the, the, of the month, Monday, is like meditation. First Friday is spiritual alchemy. So diving into our limiting beliefs and shifting that in a group setting. Um, we'll do, let's see, last night's call was a bunch of uh, vibration booster exercises. So we did letters to ourselves, love letters to ourselves. We did uh, appreciation journaling, sharing our wins, um, inner critic versus inner being. We do mystery topics or I'll just riff on, on a certain topic like, like ego, parts of the ego, visualization, uh, manifestation. We'll do visualization exercises. So a range of different things, kind of teaching the whole spectrum of law of attraction, spirituality, self-realization. So that's available. Um, I offer free gift calls sessions, same place, link in bio. And yeah, that'd be a good place to start. Fantastic. Well, we can have a little chat in a moment. Um, but thank you so much for coming on my podcast. It's been an honor having you. Um, and hopefully everybody will follow as well.